Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2496. Happy May the 4th, by the way. <laughs> and today is going to be the last day of at least this trip down memory lane. And in this particular trip, we've been talking about interviews that happened at Celebration Anaheim in 2015. I'm thrilled to share with you the interview I did with Chris Taylor, author of How Star Wars Conquered the Universe. Punch it. <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, it is May the 4th and I'm sure there are going to be a bunch of reveals today or some new things happening. Also today is when the Bad Batch drops, which is very exciting and we'll be talking about that, I'm sure, later this week. But... For today, we are going to take that last trip down memory lane, as I mentioned at the top of the show, and revisit an interview I did back in April of 2015 at Celebration Anaheim with Chris Taylor. Chris had been on a panel at the time, and funnily enough, he posed a trivia question to the crowd, and I managed to get it right, and my prize for getting it right was a copy of How Star Wars Conquered the Universe, which was super thrilling. And it was even more thrilling that afterward he agreed to an interview. And Chris, if you're not familiar with him, is a senior editor at Mashable. And so, yeah, I mean, this was another big deal interview for me because, you know, in addition to coming off the headiness of winning a trivia thing and winning a book, I also got to interview the author of the book, too, which was very cool. This has been really fun and amazing. I'm so grateful that you have continued to check out these interviews with me. Just, you know, to refresh or revisit this particular point, but I had never been to a celebration in my life prior to going to Celebration Anaheim in 2015. So, you know, it was overwhelming and I was a brand new podcaster and, you know, I had you know done speaking engagements and I'd done interviews. So, you know, that stuff wasn't necessarily alien to me, but it was still such a brand new experience for me and everyone was so welcoming and excited and just thrilled to be there, thrilled to talk about Star Wars and so generous with their time and their insights and that includes Chris Taylor as well. So without further ado, this is the last interview I'm sharing with you from Celebration Anaheim in 2015. This is Chris Taylor who is the author of How Star Wars Conquered the Universe. Why Star Wars is a huge question. I mean, I, for everyone, it goes back to the first time they experienced it, usually in their childhood. For me, that was uh, the early 1980s, late 1970s. Um, you know, probably what came first, and I've, I've mentioned this a lot, is the, the back of a cereal box. 
uh, <laughs> where they, you know, you, you had to rub on the figures of C-3PO and R2-D2 on this corridor of a spaceship and, you know, the, the stormtroopers were blasting away behind them and basically told the story of the movie. And, you know, it was full of spoilers before it had even come out in the UK. Um, but I was fascinated by that. Didn't even think of seeing the movie. Um, you know, saw posters up in my classroom. I was about five years old at the time. Oh. Um, and, you know, and then started playing with the figures and I got the comic books um, and I even got the comic book for The Empire Strikes Back. Didn't go to see that really? either. So I really had this experience of, of Star Wars from all of its attendant media and didn't see the movie itself until 1982, which is when it came on British TV. And of course, then I wore my VHS tape down watching right. it about 50 times. Um, so I've always been fascinated not just with Star Wars itself, but with the way that it is this transmedia franchise, and always has been. And the more you dig into that, the more you d- truly discover that is. You know, that the comic books and the novel both came out before the original movie. Um, so it was kind of designed that way. You know, uh, the, uh, the the figures may not have come. You know, you may have had the early bird special, and the the action figures may have, uh, you know. Uh, come after the movie, but certainly, you know, toys and merchandising were in uh, George Lucas's mind when he was writing it. He said it followed from the general idea that it was this, you know, toy-based franchise when we didn't really have such things in the movies. So that's that's why Star Wars for me. Now, why why the book specifically? Um, it all grew out of the fact that we had a features writer at Mashable who had never seen Star Wars, and we were just as, as shocked by this as all right-thinking right. people should be. Um, so we decided to, you know, make her watch it. We'll sit her down, we'll live-tweet the whole thing, she will live-tweet her reactions. And it was fascinating because it was sort of like she'd seen it before. You know, she recognized the style of it, she understood that whole used universe concept. Um, she knew a lot of the character names. She uh, understood, you know, who Luke's father was, even though that's not even a spoiler for that movie. Right. Um, you know, and and I sort of started to become fascinated by this notion of, well, all of these newbies, all these people who've never seen Star Wars, have they really never seen, you know, have they sort of just never seen the movie? Have they sort of experienced it the way I had experienced it as a kid before I saw the film? Uh, you know, getting it, just inhaling it through other media, just sort of absorbing it without even realizing. And that seemed to be the case. I did a screening with, with Lucasfilm mm-hmm. um, and Mashable and uh, Change.org uh, in San Francisco. And I think we managed to get about 30 uh, complete newbies, which was, had a hell of a time finding them. <laughs> but, you know, we, we put the word out for like three weeks with our attendant uh, websites. Uh, and managed to find that many. So it was, did you uh, do it through Mashable as well? Yes. And it took you three weeks to be able to find thirty people. Who had, yes. That's remarkable. Oh yeah, it was it was a nightmare trying to find them. But you know, <laughs> even then, we interviewed them beforehand, and they were all like, "Oh, I don't know any characters at all apart from C-3PO, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, you know, <laughs> Yoda." Yoda. Off Twenty I mean, of them. You know, oh, and that guy who talks funny. You know, they say stuff like that. That golden guy. You know. Right. Um, but they still knew it, and they knew the spoilers, and they knew who was a relative of whom. And it's like that—that that is the—it's the only franchise where you—it's perfectly acceptable to discuss spoilers. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't tell you, I can't say here on this podcast what happens to Dumbledore. 
because uh, even you know years after that book coming out, people will still be outraged if you actually say it without giving a spoiler warning first. Right. That's not the case with you know Luke and Darth. I mean, you know, it's it's just it, it's accepted. Everyone knows. You know, the the most popular phrase in our culture around Star Wars is a spoiler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is just amazing to me. So that sort of started me down the road of looking at how has it affected our culture? Can you find anyone who hasn't really been affected by it? Um, and, uh, you know, and then separately, when, when Lucasfilm was sold to Disney, uh, I found out that uh, there would just not been a... A, uh, I like to call it a biography of the franchise. There'd been no history of the thing from start to finish, you know. With uh, you know, with also with looking at the fandom, so there was really an opening for this kind of book, and that's uh, that's when I really got into it and I sort of never escaped its orbit. <laughs> now, just one quick follow-up: mm-hmm. Did you encounter anyone who? Because you mentioned people may not have seen the movies, but they may have encountered it through other media. Did you encounter people who had not consumed the the other, I guess, the first degree of separation media, mm. like comic books or regular books or video games? Were there people who had just absorbed it literally through the culture? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can't tell you how many parents came up to me and said, how does my kid know all the names mm-hmm. of all the characters? They haven't, you know, they haven't read... You, they haven't read the books. They're not old enough to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're just on the sort of you know uh, first grade reading level at the moment. But they somehow know all these characters, and I think it just sort of spreads by word of mouth right. among kids. You know, older brothers and o- older sisters teach their younger siblings the names of these characters, and they act it out. And maybe they see a little bit on TV, or they show a picture of a lightsaber or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's such a visual thing that you can just tell the story through through those images. Um, but yeah, it does it does seem to be absorbed by osmosis most often on the playground. And there you go. That's Chris Taylor, author of How Star Wars Conquered the Universe, senior editor at Mashable from Celebration Anaheim in 2015. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show, as well as our series of flashbacks looking back to Celebration Anaheim in 2015. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, once again, happy May the 4th to you, and may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.